All right, y'all. This is Loud as Love with Lauren Darcy. I'm here with Isabel. Is that where you go by? Yep, Isabel. Yeah. Okay, cool. And this is episode... I'm losing track. Probably seven. And so... Um, how did you get into music? I think... Through my parents, honestly. Through your parents. What did they listen to? So it's not like we have the same music taste anymore. Like growing up, I like kind of reflected exactly like what they were listening to and everything. Um, But so I like I grew up with the Smiths. I grew up with Elliot Smith. I grew up with like the Beatles, um, a bunch of random shit. Like my parents were both huge deadheads and my dad, my dad is a fish head. And so like a lot of funny crap. Um, A fish head. A fish head. Yeah. He fucking loves fish. (laughs) <laughs> so, your dad grew up listening to fish. I grew up listening to fish. Whatever. Um, so, did he take you to see fish? Once. Once. Yeah, at Madison Square Garden in New York. In New York. In no New York. shit. Yes. No shit. <laughs> yeah, when what I was, was that like? It was so weird because it was like, I was dead sober. Right. I was with like a bunch of, I was probably the youngest person there. How Definitely young were you? Person. I was like. 14 maybe 14 yeah okay yeah oh my god yeah so i went and i was like i remember just like seeing all the different dancing archetypes so there's like the guy that like throws his hands in the air and it's just like looks like he's flying and then there's like the head boppers and the people that are just holding their drink kind of like vibing with the music and then there's like the guys that are going crazy who are like on the nitrous and everything and i'm like what are these balloons all over the ground like what is happening right now so it was just like a trip because i was like really like undereducated about drugs and alcohol and all that stuff so it was like just this whole different world that I entered and I was like wow this is like a big peek into like my dad's development and like everything that's meaningful to him right so it was just like fascinating yeah and um you know Fish is so aggravating that you have to be on drugs. Oh yeah, exactly. Like you have to. That's the whole point. Exactly. So it was just weird to like raw dog that experience. Uh, (laughs) Oh man. What about your mom? My mom. So she was also a deadhead. Fall yeah. the Dead for a while. I love Grateful yeah. Dead. Um, like, and I like never got into their music. I'm never like I'm not into Fish either, but like I can appreciate the community that it brings. Right. And so like the culture and everything. Like my whole approach to music is if it makes you feel something, go with it. Right. And so it's like not about being like okay, this is cool, this is uncool kind of shit. Like I was a snob as a young kid, and I kind of moved over that. And mm-hmm. I'm like not nah, like if I vibe with it, I vibe with it. Right. I love it. Mm-hmm. therefore I can enjoy it and not like think twice about it so she she and I like growing up like music was our thing like we would save up money to go to like stadium shows like we saw Paul McCartney we saw The Who Joan Jett really like, yes yes so where we, like, like at mostly at the Irwin Center sometimes at the Moody Center something in, yeah, or, in Austin or now the Moody Center um, right but yeah like the big Austin stadium shows that were like that was like my childhood like saving mm-hmm. up money to do that and like being really excited to do stuff like that so that was like my music experience with her and then I think like the Smiths are like the most formative band that the I Smiths? took away from her yeah the Smiths with Morrissey yeah Whoops. yeah we saw yeah Whoops. exactly sorry baby <laughs> um yeah yeah but, Morrissey's exhaustingly oh my god problematic exhaustingly the worst and, you know, there's such an unbelievably thin thread between separating the artist from their work. Exactly. Now. And, you know, I think about it 
with like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Love yeah. Michael Jackson's yeah. music and his videos mm-hmm. and his fashion. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what he did yeah. is unspeakable. Exactly. You know. Um, same thing with Morrissey's unbelievable statements oh, yeah. about immigrants. Exactly. And so it's really hard to enjoy that music yeah. knowing what you know now. Exactly. You know, and sometimes I'm just kind of ignorant about it where I'm like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to know because I like this and I don't want to like, you know. Yeah. Like with Kiss, they're terrible, mm. <laughs> but I love them. Yeah. And I love their music. Don't ask me why. <laughs> and so I'll just be like, me, 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 me. Look away. Depending look away. on how far the line exactly. is. Exactly. Um, but, you know, separating the art from the artist yeah. is kind of more for your own sanity than yeah. it is anybody else. I agree. Yeah. Like, I always wonder, what is the line? Like, what is the, what is the action? What is the statement that someone has to make in order to stop listening to them? And it's just, like, so based on circumstance and so based on, like, personal experience for Mm -hmm. people that just like the more I talk to people I'm like wow it's really individualistic and like right just yeah yeah um I love Joan Baez and Joni Mitchell I love Joan Baez yes I've never seen them yeah uh Joan Joni Mitchell played for the first time in like 20 30 years Mm -hmm. at the Kerrville Folk Festival in Bumblefuck wherever the hell it was and I flipped out. Yeah. Flipped out. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> you know. So, um, do you say that your parents are more musical than you as far as interest goes? No. 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 You're like, more interested in music. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think music, like, I think we feel the same ways about music, oh, but I cool. think that, like, I surround myself with music more nowadays. Now. Like, it, like, I graduated from, like, doing concert stadium shows with my mom as like a young kid to now doing like DIY shows and like going to like my friends shows and like my partners and all of that stuff and Mm so it's like I'm so surrounded by it now that I think like I just have more exposure at this point um but yeah I've been thinking about like your prompt made me think about like what what role I feel like music plays to me and for me it's like something that is both so foundational and so fundamental to who I am but at the same time it's like the most dynamic most like ever-changing ever-evolving kind of like always force that it just I don't know it just means like the entire world to me and it's what I want to like my life to be surrounded by always so yeah me too yeah me too um what shows have really solidified that for you Mm. I mean I think like the most impactful show I've ever been to regarding like my emotions and the feeling side of music is the microphones at Oblivion Access last year oh cool yeah oh cool in the church in the Central Presbyterian Church downtown that's awesome yeah it's one of the best festivals in Austin in my opinion it is the best yeah it's so um you look at the lineup every year and you're like, what the fuck Literally, is how this? How the fuck did they do this? Right. And then I'm like, oh, they're never going to be able to top this. They're never going to be able to and top this. And then they usurp it. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck did you do yeah, this? exactly. Like, what deal did you sign yeah. with the devil? Like, just amazing. Yeah. Give me the contract. I'll sign it too. Exactly. The fuck? Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I think about it and I giggle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so insane. And that, what church was that at? That was it at was a church? The Central Presbyterian Church. I can't remember exactly where, but downtown somewhere. It's um, 
grouper played there also, and okay. I've seen um, another great show there was Little Mazarn. Do you know them? Little Mazarn, yeah, very well. So much. They just played a couple days ago. Yeah, at 13th floor, right? Yeah, at 13th yeah, floor. Yeah, I missed that show, but I really wanted to go. But yeah, right, with a Mr. Garrett T. Caps, yes, who I know very yes. well. That fucking nerd. <laughs> oh my god, that man really gets how to market. Really? And is such a weirdo in mm. real life really? that he's just an extension of himself on stage. Mm. Like, it's not it's not off. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, some people yeah. are like, like, for example, Nate. Yeah. Nate is really, like, laid back and really chill. And then as soon as then, he goes yeah. on stage with that band, you're like, who the hell is this? Yes. Who the hell exactly. is this? He embodies uh, someone completely. Oh, my different. God. It's actually kind of terrifying. I'm like, you are a sweet young man. What the hell is this? Yes. What the hell is this? I could pinch your cheeks of embarrassment here. How the hell do you get away with this? And it's fun to watch. It it's is. so fun to watch because he really does understand the meaning of performance. Oh, yeah. And so does Garrett. Mm. But Garrett is just himself. Yeah. Louder. Yeah. You know, so if you do get a chance to see um, NASA Country, which oh, is the band okay, yeah. that goes with Garrett, do it. Okay. I've seen him a hundred times. Um, I went to see City of Caterpillar the night they were playing. I wanted to see that so badly, it was but I missed it. Okay. It was unreal. And it was with Portrayal of Guilt, right? With Portrayal oh, of yeah. Guilt and Glassing. Yes, I went for Glassing. Yes. Um, I had told them a really funny story. Mm -hmm. I went to... I, I'm on the radio, mm -hmm. and I have a 30-minute show Shit. every rotating Friday. So it's me and two other gentlemen, mm -hmm. KOP.org. Mm -hmm. In Austin, you can look that up, and it's only 30 minutes. Yeah. Glassing has a song that's like 10 minutes long, mm -hmm. and most of it is screaming. Mm. So long story short, one of the founding members of co-op, a lot of the people are a lot older, mm -hmm. so the guy died at oh. like, you know, 112 yeah. years old. Yeah which is fine, which is great. And he had a lifetime contributing to this station. So I thought it'd be really sweet to like put a Johnny Cash cover on, which yeah. our show is punk rock, loud, mm -hmm. rock and roll, psychedelic, mm -hmm. crazy shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hey, we're gonna do it a little different. Friend of ours passed away. This is gonna be a nice tribute. Yeah. <laughs> so I put the damn David Allen Co. cover on, mm -hmm. give my love to Rose. Rod, when he was alive, sung that in the studio, and I have the recording, so I thought it'd be done. And, you know, towards the end of the song, I'm waiting for this, like, gentle ending to the song, and I hit the wrong button, and glassing comes on automatically, and it's just, like, ten minutes of just wailing, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is not what I wanted to do. And then I go in the office, and the, like, volunteer coordinator is crying. He's like, oh, my God, Lauren Darcy. I was like, well, there's holes in the speaker now. <laughs> I was like, well... About that time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was it with glassing. But that show yeah. with City of Caterpillar was nuts. It was nuts. Um, why didn't you go? I was I was doing something else with a friend. I can't remember exactly right. what it was, but yeah. So I just I missed it and I'm bummed as fuck. Oh, I bet yeah. it was unreal, yeah. unreal. And it it um it's just so fucking 90s. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you listen to that sound and you're like, that sound is now antiquated. Yeah. Um, antiquated. I'm not pronouncing it right. But it is. Mm -hmm. And so I met you at the co-op 
Yeah. Not the radio station. The yes. New Guild Co-op. Yes. And so, do they throw shows every weekend? Is that their deal? That's the first time I've been to New Guild. Okay. Um, but a lot there's like a ton of co-ops that show that okay. throw shows. Yeah, do you live like in a co-op? Week. No, no, I want to though. Do you want to? Yes, I really want How to. How old are you? I'm 22. You're 22. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because like co-ops are such a like fundamental way of student life. Yeah. Yeah. And they're such a great way to see bands. Yes. And a lot of those bands stick it out and make it to some degree. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And so um New Guild was awesome. It was It awesome. was so awesome. I had so much fun at that show. I did too. And I feel like for Scratch, it's like the perfect venue. Of course, Just perfect. because like Nate needs to be on the same plane as the audience so he can fuck with them. Yeah. And like venues like that, like my first show that I ever saw them perform at was a show at Mirror House. Did you ever go to that venue? It's closed now. What is it? Mirror House. No. I've never um, heard it. It was like a really small I know one. Patton House. Oh, okay, yeah. It was like a really small little venue. It closed now. Now they're doing like shows that are like related to Mirror House but not at the same venue they're just like the same group of people um and so that was the first time I ever saw Scratch perform and it was like a tiny little room completely fucking packed right perfect like vibe and energy for them because they just need to be able to like were you dating at the time yeah we were dating you were dating Uh (laughs) hey come see my man (laughs) thanks baby it was great (laughs) yeah that's awesome Mm mm-hmm that's awesome. Yeah, I had Nate on the podcast, and I also had Jason from Deep Quest. Oh, fuck yeah. And we talked about that particular show that I met you at. Yeah. And it was just, like, kind of a mind fuck for him because he lived in a house like that for six years in wow. New Mexico. And so it's, like, co-op like, punk house full opportunity. Circle, full yeah. circle, And he felt that way. Yeah. And, um, you know, Nate got him on the bill. Yeah. And Nate was like, hey, we're playing this show. Come through. Yeah. And that was... Flawless. Yes. Flawless. Did you see Votive as well that night? No. Okay. They I were, got there late because yeah. I was doing storytelling. Hell yeah. And as I was trying to get in, they were like, oh, it's five bucks. And I'm like, I don't have five bucks. <laughs> and I was like texting Nate. Yeah. And, you know, Nate's a squirrel. So he was like all over the place. Oh, yeah. And I finally get a text from him. He's like, oh, I'm coming out. <laughs> and as I'm waiting in line, all these people are walking by and they're like, hey, did you just tell a story in a backyard? I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so funny. Outstanding. I thought that was great. I was like, wow. Getting recognized. I got recognized. I'm low-key famous for 15 minutes. (laughs) So um, have you ever taken your parents to a local show? No. Not recently. Well, actually, the most recent show I saw with my mom was Johnny Marr from the Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. She's a fucking Johnny Marr fanatic. We listened to his whole um, autobiography on tape. Like, when I was in high school, she would drive me to school. We would put the tape on and listen to that. That's awesome. I think we listened to it twice, actually. Um, We saw him in Detroit when I was like 13 or 14 Mm -hmm. when we were visiting uh, family friends there. Okay. Um, So we've seen him a couple times. That was the most recent show I saw with my mom. My dad, I actually just saw Billy Strings with um, at Stubbs. And that what was is really it? Cool. Billy Strings. He's okay. like a bluegrass musician. Billy Strings, yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Yes. Um, but yeah, I need to like take them to a little DIY show. That'd be adorable. that would be really fun. That'd be yeah. really fun. Yeah. And I just like, I want them because it was something that we shared so closely when I was younger. And yes. And like, they don't 
they like don't know your version. This, they don't know my version of this. Mm-hmm. They don't know my taste anymore. Like my mom and I obviously share things like, like PJ Harvey is a really big influence. PJ Harvey's for me. unreal. And so like, so Harriet Stubbs. Really? So Harriet Stubbs. I'm so jealous. I was just so years jealous. ago, but it was nuts. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, she's the queen still. Yes. Looks unfazed by oh, time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Still the hottest thing ever. Literally. Wears like short shorts and high heels, Hell, and she's yeah. like shreds <laughs> on guitar. And you're truly. I want to be her. Oh, yeah. God. Same. Yeah. Same. I want to be her, especially yeah. like with her unbelievable love affair with Nick Cave. Literally. Oh my God. She um, broke up with him. Because, power move. Yeah, power <laughs> move. She was like, "You're on too much heroin. I'm done." And Nick Cave was shooting up when he read the letter. Whoa. And he was like, "Holy shit! Never mind." <laughs> like, you know. And then got that would got make clean. You rethink yeah, he was like, "Never mind." With when PJ Harvey breaks yeah, up with you, like, you're like, "I'm done." Yeah. yeah. I'm done. And if PJ Harvey breaks up with you, you either go to church or rehab or both. Yeah, exactly. Or something. Exactly. <laughs> you, know? you find some sort of therapy awakening. Yes. Right. <laughs> Just, I thought that was so fucking nuts. Yeah, that is insane. So do your parents have different musical tastes? Like, do you go to one concert and then you go to a concert with your dad and you're like, mind blown? Sort of, yeah. Like, my mom is not, she's not into fish. She's not into, like, some of the things. He's, like, into, like, um other jam bands too that I don't really know the names of but right. she's like moved away from that she's like more classic rock classic rock yeah sure. stuff like that for sure um, but yeah and like some punk stuff but right yeah and then your dad listens to more punk or no no not really actually he's like he's very my parents were like both like big hippies oh really yeah huge oh, hippies cool. yeah like I had like a really interesting like spiritual upbringing really yeah yeah how um, so so my mom has a guru, um, Ama the Hugging Saint. Have you ever heard of her? Yes. Really? Yes. So yeah, I grew up going to see her every year of my life and being around like a huge Hindu community. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Holy shit. That's so different from Nate, who was Mormon. Who was fucking Mormon. Mormon. I can't believe it. I look at that kid, I'm like, there's no way. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, dude. I'm like, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> I met his dad at the co-op. His dad is amazing. I met his dad yeah. at the co-op. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, what is your dad also spiritual as well? Do they meet Less in like an so. ashram? They no. So he they met. Um, they both actually met at Whole Foods. They worked at Whole Foods in Virginia. <laughs> and so I exist. Like my whole family exists because of Whole Foods, oh actually, which is like the most bizarre thing ever. Oh my god! But they're twelve years apart. They met um, at Whole working at Whole Foods. Um, Did you work at Whole Foods? No. Oh, okay. No. There I'm you like, go. I'm like the rebel. In the opposite direction. I'm like fuck Family Whole Foods. Family business. Yeah. Literally, okay. like never will you catch right. me on that train. Food, not bombs, yeah. baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, my dad is not spiritual. He, they, they were married by Ama. Okay. Um, and he like we have like a video of it, and he's like shaking like a madman the entire time, and just like. His, this, he's this little anxious, young 21-year-old just, like, shaking. And, yeah, so he definitely, like, respects the whole practice and respects the whole right. thing. The whole but thing. But it's not sure. for him. Yeah. It's not for him. No. I get that. Yeah. Did your parents have you young? Is that why they're so my into music? My dad was 21. My mom was 32. Your dad was 21 and your mom was 32. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. 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 And then they, they got divorced when I was two. But <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah, that's fucking great, though. That is great. That's that's share moves right there, exactly. man. Exactly. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
And it's only cool when guys do it, and it shouldn't be. Literally. You like, know, bullshit. That? Yeah. Bullshit. That's crazy. Do you have any siblings? I have three step siblings. Three no steps. biological siblings. Okay, yeah. no biological. Yeah. And have you gone to shows with them? No. No. Mm-mm. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. We're all very, very different. We all get along, but we're very, very, very different. Very different. Yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah. I know the feeling. And I'm the oldest, so like. You are the oldest. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Your friend that I met at the co-op, your your best friend, Audrey. That I, yeah. Audrey. Uh, they go by they them. She her. She her. Okay. Yeah. So, what's her musical taste like? Her musical taste. She was actually. This is really funny. She was talking about a coworker the other day that she has, and she was like, "I don't understand them. They love things like Tim Hecker and like Tim Hecker, yeah, a bunch of cool shit like that, and then they're like into like." the worst pop ever and I was looking at her and I was like Audrey that's you that's literally you so this bitch loves like Tame Impala and Tame Owl City Tame Impala baby but she'll also be into like all the really cool shit that like my most like looked up to friends are into and so she's like the most mixed bag ever and I love it about her because she's like really down to earth about it she's really like not pretentious at all that's and awesome. just like vibes with everything and so with that's everything. like one of the biggest things I love about her that's awesome yeah what has she dragged you to where she was like we have to see this band ooh it's actually me mostly dragging her to the oh, yeah. okay like yeah. what like all the shows that I go to she's like a homebody and is right. just like wants to be cozy and comfortable mm-hmm. all the time and I'm like can we please go to this show like no come on yeah, out exactly come on yeah. out yeah yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. that's awesome um, what did I want to ask you? What albums have really stuck with you after seeing them live? Because, like, for me, it was Modest Mouse. I love Modest I Mouse. I love Modest Mouse. And I was I had the album because yeah. it got the MTV yeah. play. And then I saw them live, and I was mm. like, holy mm. shit. It so, changes my okay, thought yeah, on them. Yeah. Uh, the other one believe it or not mm. one of the best live shows I've ever seen mm-hmm. was Linkin Park fuck yeah that's awesome Linkin Park <laughs> I saw them at Project Revolution with him mm-hmm. Fort Minor Mindless Self Indulgence yeah. like new metal all day mm-hmm. like real deal <laughs> and I didn't really know their music and yeah. then I saw them live and I was sold mm. I was like this is mm. fucking sick yeah sick yeah like I've never seen a band work harder Mm -hmm. to participate with the crowd I mean you really felt like you were part of a show that's amazing it was awesome I love when people do that it was sick yeah it was sick and it was so interactive Mm -hmm. I mean you really did feel like Mm -hmm. you were on stage with them participating Mm -hmm. yeah and they all they wanted to do was like go into the crowd and see these people yeah Um, it was in New Jersey in like Camden New Jersey and it was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, granted, Camden, New Jersey is a hellhole. It's an yeah. absolute hellhole. But um, it, I went and bought their albums after that. Nice. I bought all the CDs. I was like, this is great. Yeah. This is killer. Hell yeah. And now I'm like, bah, Lincoln Park. But <laughs> it was phenomenal mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to know. Obviously, yeah. you like Modest Mouse, but I wanted I to know. Mouse, yeah. I think... I don't know. It goes back to like another one that I loved when I was younger, Ghostland Observatory. Okay. Um, I saw them live when I was like a really, really young kid, like nine or so, okay. a bunch of times. And like I didn't like 
like I just remember I remember the first time seeing them live and then being like mom we have to listen to this like please and like uh-huh. she would listen to it and like I would kind of begrud- begrudgingly listen when she played it um, but like wasn't really paying attention and then saw them live and saw like Aaron Barron's like in his bra and his blouse and his braids and like all that crazy shit and I was like okay this is the shit this is and so now I love them and I listen to all their albums and like I saw them on New Year's Eve where? at um, uh, Mohawk really? yes yes. yeah love Mohawk that's awesome Mohawk's my favorite venue I talk about it on the podcast daily Mm -hmm. like every time every time we release uh, an episode I'm definitely talking about Mohawk Mm -hmm. Uh, like I said last time if it goes, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, if it goes, I am leaving. It is one of the most fun places. And the indoor and outdoor are both great. Great. Like I saw no matter like, a where little you country go. show there. I right. saw Bella White there. Mm-hmm. Um, beautiful, beautiful country artist. Okay. In the indoor stage, and that was like a lovely, like intimate, like emotional show. Sure. And then you go and see like someone like Ghost Observatory, <laughs> like Little Ugly Maine, or like some shit like that, and it's like. The, the way that it can just, like, complement so many different music So many energies. different music. That's right. So amazing. So yeah. awesome. There is a church downtown where, during one of the festivals, mm-hmm. it's probably the same church yeah, that you I'm went guessing, to. Yeah. I saw Thor Harris oh, the, yeah. um, play with, like, an orchestra of mm. people. Whoa. My roommate was one of the like original members of Thorn Friends oh, before really? she moved. Yeah. So originally it was my roommate Sarah, mm-hmm. Thor's wife Peggy, and mm-hmm. Thor. Mm-hmm. There's three of them, and okay. they would do a whole thing. Yeah. So Thor took the Friends thing literally yeah. and had about like 20 musicians on stage with him in this church. And it was gorgeous. It made you cry. It made yeah. you cry. Just the architecture alone would make yeah. you cry. Yeah. And it's those ceilings that go on forever. Oh, yeah. And I'm not a religious person. Yeah. I don't believe in God, but I could Same. see why people buy it because yeah. it's beautiful mm-hmm. to go in there. I like, when I went um, for the microphones and grouper, right. I was like really tentative about going. I was like, this, I'm going to feel weird. Like, like I grew up spiritual, but I didn't grow up religious. Like, sure. I don't. I don't know anything about the Bible. Sure. In the about, South, like, it's even exactly it's totally different. And so I was like wearing my like little skirt and my sheer shirt and bra and like took mesh, an edible mesh, 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 yeah. and like combat boots all the way. Exactly. Sure. And like went in and I was like, "This is gonna be weird. This is gonna be uncomfortable." And I went and I was like, "Holy shit! This, this is, is beautiful. beautiful. Like beautiful." Mm-hmm. And it felt so peaceful. And I was just like just this like yeah this spiritual experience with this music that i just like yeah i wept the entire time for i bet shows like i would have start to finish of course tears streaming down my I face bet. And we were all crying like the of whole group that i went with we were all crying we like we hugged afterward and we're like <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah. but yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. have you gotten any perks from waterloo records or what Ooh, um I mean, the discount is a huge Of part. course it is. Like, I've never that, been so broke in oh, my yeah. life. Oh, yeah. It's hard not to spend all my paycheck there. Oh, um, I bet. But I'm still waiting for, like, an in-store to happen that I, like, really enjoy. Like, Jackie Venison's going to be there. For real? And she's a badass. Okay, okay. I'm Unbelievable really... badass okay. from Austin, really Texas. Any... Okay, cool. I've played her on the radio before. Yeah. And she's got such a fun attitude. Mm, yeah. Um, 
she reminds me of a lightning bolt. Ooh. It's just so um, exhilarating. Mm-hmm. Not in a way that's like scary, yeah. but in a way that's like fascinating. Okay. She's great. It's like you want great to know guitar. More kind yeah. of thing. Okay. And then Serenity, who works, yeah, yeah. has also played with her. Oh, wow. At Waterloo. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. They have really good in stores at Waterloo yeah. Records in yeah. Austin. They just, um, one that I enjoyed so far was Pleasure Venom. Pleasure um, Venom. Yeah. They just played at Hotel Vegas a yeah, couple yeah, nights yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like didn't know any Pleasure Venom before I saw mm-hmm. them, and I was like, okay, this kind of fucks. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, they're fun to see live. Yeah. Um, another one that I mentioned on the podcast earlier with Jason was Fuck Money. Mm, I don't know Fuck Money. Fuck Money is um, a band where Jonathan of Urban Heat, which oh, is a famous band. Urban and, Heat played yeah. with Ghostland. Ur- Urban yeah. Heat is unbelievable. I love them so much. I'm so proud of mm-hmm. them. Uh, Jonathan and then Taz. Mm were partners in this band called Black Exploitation. Okay. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And it was a two-piece band. Oh, wow. And then they parted ways, and Jonathan did Urban Heat, and Taz did Fuck Money. Okay. And they have an amazing drummer, and it is a sight to see. Mm. Um, they are real deal passion people, mm. and they work really hard to make yeah. you feel it okay so That's you could go yeah so you could go into a venue as big as moa mm-hmm. you can go to little brother bar on rainy yeah and you could go to chess club where the stage it's, is about two literally feet literally tiny two feet by four feet yeah. wide and feel the same damn you're like this is terrifying I need to be on drugs for this (laughs) just to calm myself down. And the energy is so insane Mm -hmm. every time, no matter what the venue is. Mm. You could be thousands of people away and feel like they're right here. Like, Taz is such an intense um, front man. Wow. So that's a good one. Yeah. And, you know, they sing about racism. They sing about class war. They sing about poverty. They sing about um, capitalism. Mm You know, and and it's poignant mm. to see. Yeah. So that's a fun one. Okay, I will. That's a fun one. Go see them. them. They're awesome. So that's a really good band, and so they're friends with Pleasure Venom, mm-hmm. and Taz came out and saw oh, Pleasure Venom. Yeah. So that's that's really good. But um, Waterloo has great free shows, man. Yeah, if you get yeah. there early, it's a great time. Yeah. I'm trying to get Corey and Russ on this. Yes. Give them a run for the money. I, I, I will. I will. Yeah, do it. Poke them. Yes, poke I them. will. Because uh, Russ was like, oh, well, I got to check on my schedule. I'm like, no, no. Come on. <laughs> and they have good stories. They have great would you, stories. Would you interview them together? No. Or separate? One or, okay. one or the other. Yeah. Um, I would love to interview people together. Mm-hmm. I just don't have, like, the means to do yeah, it yet. Yeah, sure. Um, if I had my way, I'd put, like, seven people in a room and be like, yo, let me ask you something. Yo, let me ask you something. Yeah, round Yo, let's do the yeah. yeah. And have them just yell. Yeah. Um, T-Pain's podcast is great. Really? It's just them shooting shit. Oh, hell yeah. For days. Nice. And, um... T-Pain is actually a really great musician Mm -hmm. and is really upset about the auto-tune. If you bring up auto-tune, he just gets so aggravated. Okay. Because he's like, I killed myself as a musician. Mm. I learned all these instruments. I learned how to sing and you fucking idiots know me for the (laughs) auto-tune. That must be like very disheartening. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
especially because the NPR Tiny Desk yeah. really oh, gave him yeah. the street cred, and he was like, "Fuck that!" Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. He was like, "Of course I can desk. sing, right?" So that was great. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to remember something. I wanted to ask you. Where have you traveled for bands if you've seen them? Um, I don't know if I've traveled for bands yet. Honestly. You haven't. Okay. No. You've yeah. just stayed I in feel North like to- I've been thinking about this lately. Like, I feel like I'm on the precipice of like this whole new era of being able to like experience the music that I want to experience. That's mm-hmm. not for my parents. That's not for my friends. Like, that's that's not, your personal. That's like my personal thing. Right. And, like, obviously, like, I think music is like something that. I love to share with people and I love to learn more from the people that I love especially right and so but I'm just like on this like peak of this whole new era where mm-hmm. I can like select what I want to do and like say mm-hmm. like now I know that like okay music is gonna be something that I'm gonna invest in mm-hmm. music is gonna be where my money goes when I'm older right. music is gonna be like my thing uh-huh. and so I haven't traveled yet but I'm excited to when did you realize that um I mean, like, I think very recently. Very recently. I've been thinking a lot about, like, I feel like I have, like, not to get into, like, personal stuff, but my sense of self is, like, very, it it dwindles and and it's it's hard to, like, grasp sometimes. Like, I doubt myself a lot. Like, I have, like, a lot of, like, issues with insecurity and all those things. And self-esteem. Yeah, exactly. And so I, like, have been thinking about, like, okay, what what do I want? What are my opinions? What what's are my empowering? feelings? What's em- exactly mm-hmm. what's impactful to me that I want to really like draw on more and learn more about and et cetera, et cetera. So I just have been really realizing that music, like even though like I play a little bit of music, I don't play it all the time. What do you but play? I play violin and there a you go. Band. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I just recently realized like wow okay this is something that's like genuinely really important to me and it impacts the relationships in my life it impacts my relationship with myself with my art with everything so it's like gonna be at the forefront of what I do what Mm -hmm. I enjoy what I seek out right yeah do you think you're gonna start a band with that violin or no I'm in a band Oh, you are in yeah, a band. Yeah. What's the name of the band? Dogbird Butterfly. Okay. We're really tiny. We really do like tiny. little backyard shows. That's cool. Yeah. That's what you need. Exactly. That's and what so you it's need. just like my happy place, playing with my best friend and uh-huh. like her sister and her sister's boyfriend, who are also my great friends. Right. And it's just like, yeah, it's beautiful. And Nate recently started teaching me Ableton, so that's awesome. I'm really excited about that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And then, how many people are in the band? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. Four piece. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That work. When's your next show? We don't have one. We haven't been practicing too much recently, but like I'm gonna kick us into no, gear come on. because exactly. Come on, come on, come on. Exactly. Be like, yo, I was on a podcast. I talked about it. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. You know, that'll yeah. that'll be the the good ammunition. Exactly. Well, I hope that ammunition shoots. You yeah. know, I hope I hope you use that gunpowder. Yeah, I, uh, I will. Yeah. Thank you so much. Isabel, for being on Loud as Love. Uh, This is Loud as Love with Lauren Darcy. We'll see you next time.